0: they're also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's
1: chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus hey everyone it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
2: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250. And say the keyword, baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword, baby. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com
1: slash Ben. About half an hour ago, the Senate voted to shoot down the Democrats' plan to codify Roe versus Wade into law, pass a radical national abortion bill. About five, 10 minutes ago, Senator Cruz made it to our studio. He is now just getting his microphone on. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz.
3: This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by American Hartford Gold. Now, the new inflation numbers are out, and I think we can all agree they are incredibly depressing. The price of gas is way up. The price of housing is up. The U.S. national debt is way, way, way up. And unfortunately, given the way that our current administration prints money and spends money, experts don't see this going away, this inflation going away anytime soon. So how do you protect your money? Your savings, your retirement from inflation. Well, when times are turbulent, Americans like you turn to physical gold and silver. And American Hartford Gold can show you how to hedge your hard earned savings against inflation by diversifying a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. It's really easy to get started. All it takes is a short phone call and they will have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or if you prefer inside your 401k or your IRA. They make it easy. If you call them right now, then they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. So don't wait. Call them right now. Call 855-768-1883. Or if you prefer texting, you can text the word CACTUS to 65532. Again, the phone number is 855-768-1883 or text the word CACTUS to 65532.
0: Today's episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by IPVanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Without added security, you might as well give all your private data away to hackers, advertisers, your internet service provider, and who knows who else. IPVanish helps you securely and privately browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private messages, passwords, emails, browsing history, and other information will be completely protected from falling into the wrong hands. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Just for verdict listeners, IPVanish is offering an insane 70% off their annual plan. That's like getting nine months for free. You have to go directly to IPVanish.com cactus to get this 70% off discount. IP vanish is super easy to use just tap one button and you're instantly protected you won't even know it's on you can use IP vanish on your computers tablets and phones whether you're at home or in public don't go online without using IP vanish don't forget verdict listeners get 70% off the IP vanish annual plan just go to ipvanish.com cactus to claim your discount and secure your online life that's IPvan slash cactus.
3: This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is brought to you by Genucel. How old does your mirror say you are? You can delay this question by 5, 10, even 15 years with Genucel's new ultra-retinol serum. You can, you know, see it sitting right here on the desk. Here's a testimonial from Marina. Marina lives in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She says, great product. My skin loves it. I have spent more money, she says, on creams over the years, enough to pay off my house. Just kidding. But it feels like that. This product has changed my life like no other. Now, Marina is flying high with Cell's new Ultra Retinal Serum with Hyaluronic Acid. Um, This works to hydrate your skin at the cellular level. It builds on this deep moisture with incredible anti-wrinkle effects. And gentlemen, you know that we ladies, we wives use your razors in the bathroom when you are not looking. Likewise, we know that you use our face products, our skincare products. And it's fine. All's fair in love and war. <laughs> now, if you go to my URL, that is genucel.com slash cactus, you can get up to 50% off Genucel's new ultra retinal serum. That is 50% off. If you go to genucel.com slash cactus, it's spelled dot com slash cactus. Genucel.com slash cactus.
1: Senator, this is all happening in real time right now. Takes me back to our earliest days on this show during impeachment. You've just come from the Capitol. You've just voted to shoot down this Democrats' abortion rights bill. The way this is being reported right now in the Associated Press and MSNBC is that a GOP-led filibuster stopped the abortion bill. Uh, Last I checked, the vote was 49 in favor, 51 against. Am I crazy? Is this just my legal ignorance or is that not a filibuster?
4: Yes, uh, you stop trying to bring math into it. Uh, The fact (laughs) is a majority of the Senate voted against this radical bill, but the press doesn't like that news that the real headline should be bipartisan majority of the Senate rejects radical pro-abortion bill. That would, in fact, be the accurate headline. Uh, but you know, it's interesting. The other part of the headline, it's not just the filibuster part that is inaccurate, uh, is the part that says codifies Roe. Hmm. This bill does nothing of the sort. It doesn't, when when you read codifies Roe, you think, oh, it goes back to the way things were before the Supreme court decides the Dobbs case. Well, no, that's not what this court, uh, bill does. If this bill passed. It would be a radical bill. It would strike down just about every reasonable common sense restriction on abortion that has been enacted the last 49 years. Under Roe, it's been deemed permissible, even already, for states to limit late-term abortions, for states to restrict taxpayer funding of abortions, for states to require parental consent or parental notification. This Democrat bill strikes all those laws down. This Democrat bill is the unlimited abortion for all bill. Think about it for a minute that 49 Democrats were happy to, to to vote for that. The only one who voted with the Republicans was Joe Manchin.
1: The bill couldn't codify Roe. Because parts of Roe versus Wade have already been overruled. They were overruled by Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which changed some of the reasoning and some of the processes for abortion. And so, uh, you know, th- this has been an ongoing debate for a long time. Uh, your colleague, Senator Elizabeth Warren, yesterday said that the Dobbs decision could represent an extremist right wing Supreme Court imposing its views. On the American people, uh, because if Roe v. Versus Wade is overruled, then you'll you'll have a situation where the majority of states will impose severe restrictions on abortion immediately. If if the majority of states are going to impose new restrictions, how is the Supreme Court Im- imposing its views on the people? Yeah, th- th- this is literally an example where for Democrats and the press, up is down,
4: right is left, everything is backwards and upside down. <laughs> you have Democrats screaming that overturning Roe is an assault on democracy. In fact, if the court does overturn Roe, it is a victory for democracy. Roe was an assault on democracy. Roe versus Wade was seven unelected lawyers in black robes saying, you stupid voters don't know how to resolve these issues' rights. We're not going to let you do this. Now, for 185 years, literally from the beginning of our country until 1973, questions of abortion were decided by the voters and by the state legislatures that were elected by the voters. Roe said no more. They said, we don't believe in democracy. And the reason Democrats are freaking out right now is, you, you know, in poker, a tell is when, when they do something that gives away what their hand is when, when they're and they're trying to represent something other than what their hand is. Here, the Democrats have a tell. Hmm. Uh, number one, uh, the fact that they're freaking out is a tell that they know their views on abortion are radical and out of touch with the American people. 49 of the Democrats today voted for a law that allows abortion up until the moment of birth, literally until the child is, is being born, this Democrat bill would allow abortion. Do you know the latest polling? Do you know what percent of Americans agree with abortion up until the very instant of birth? 6%. Wow. 6% of Americans agree with the position of 49 out of 50 Democrats and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Elizabeth Warren, when she's screaming and ranting and raving, it's because the voters are going to be allowed to do what they think is right and not be subject to her radical decrees. Now, the Democrats have another tale, which is you notice that that when they're talking about the Dobbs decision, they very, very quickly say, if this decision goes goes into effect, it it, it will strike down the availability of contraceptives. Right. It it will strike down – Gay marriage and, and interracial marriage. The, the, the New York Times went so far, the editorial board, the New York Times suggested that there were multiple states in the union that if they were allowed to would ban interracial marriage. What, what? utter garbage. You bigoted, moronic, Manhattan leftist elite lying sacks of
1: crap. <laughs> but how do you really feel?
4: Yeah, it, it kind of pisses me off. And I would note, by the way, that these racist leftists of the New York Times, there may be no one on planet Earth whom they despise more than Justice Clarence Thomas. Right. Who is married to a white woman. He is in an interracial marriage. I suspect Clarence Thomas would be quite surprised (laughs) uh, if he were doing something to strike down interracial marriage. But the only people who imagine interracial marriage is going to be struck down is radical leftists because they've never actually met a conservative voter. So they think we're all bigoted Klansmen. But here's the tell on this. When the Democrats and the press are not defending their positions on abortion, it's because they know their positions on abortion are wildly out of the mainstream. So anytime you hear them talking about contraception or marriage,
1: it's because they're trying to change the subject. Well, so this raises a question to me that I do not have an answer to, which is, Why would the Democrats bring up this bill? It makes them look extremely foolish. It gives away the whole game. It shows that actually the overruling of Roe is not an assault on democracy, that actually most people don't want this kind of crazy, extreme abortion agenda. Elizabeth Warren admitted it herself in this column in Marie Claire magazine. Wait, you're reading Marie Claire magazine? Oh, constantly.
4: Michael, why are you reading Marie Claire magazine? And what is Marie Claire magazine?
1: I am so I cannot believe how uncultured you are, Senator. Next, you're going to tell me you don't read Glamour either. Uh, I only raise Cosmo for teens. (laughs) That's fair enough. So why are they doing this? They've got egg on their face. It looks pathetic. Is it just to appease the base?
4: You've got to understand today's Democrats are captured by the radical activists on every issue. Um, On immigration, they're captured by the open border radicals. On on issues of gender, they're they're captured by the transgender radicals, Um, and 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 on issues of abortion, they actually don't care about the swing voter. They don't care about the American people. They don't care about the soccer mom. They care about the radicals who control the money and control the foot soldiers in the Democratic Party. And here's proof of it: Chuck Schumer could have had a vote today that he would have won a bipartisan majority on. So it's a 50-50 Senate, 50 Democrats, 50 Republicans. Two of the Republicans, Susan Collins and Lisa Murkowski, have explicitly stated, in fact, they've introduced legislation that would do something like codify Roe. It would would take some elements of abortion off the table. It would leave some of the restrictions like partial birth and and taxpayer funding and parental consent and parental notification in place, but it, it would... It would be more accurately described as codifying Roe than this current radical bill. If Schumer had brought that up, he would have won today 53 to 47. He would have gotten the 49 Democrats who voted for this. He would have gotten Joe Manchin, who he lost. He would have gotten two Republicans. Now, it still wouldn't have passed because it would take 60 to go up. But we would have had a vote that was 53-47. And the Democrats could accurately say bipartisan majority of the Senate votes to rebuke the court. They don't care. Yeah. Their radicals don't actually want anything like a middle ground. They are appeasing
1: the crazies. Well, speaking of the crazies, Senator, I mean, you're you you you're kind of seeing this right now in Washington, D.C. and Virginia, which is that the White House is refusing to condemn the protesters who are showing up, not even just to the Supreme Court, which is a questionable practice in and of itself, and we can get to it. They're showing up to the homes of judges where their children sleep protesting, screaming in residential neighborhoods. The White House has asked about that. What do they do? They shrug their shoulders. The last pod, we talked about how
4: this leak of the Supreme Court decision is an attempt to destroy the Supreme Court. It's an attempt to tear down the rule of law. And it's an attempt to use political pressure to bully the justices into changing their votes. And it really goes right to the heart of the integrity of the institution. This is the next step of that which is the radicals showing up at the private homes of the justices, trying to intimidate them, trying to frighten them, trying to threaten them. Um, And by the way, it's not just at the homes of the justices. These guys are also showing up at at pro-life advocacy groups, at pro-life pregnancy centers. There was one in Wisconsin that they threw a Molotov cocktail on, that they burned, uh, that they spray-painted and vandalized. There was another one in Denton, Texas, that they spray-painted and vandalized. Uh, there were people showing up at Catholic churches across the country and harassing people going to Mass on Sunday. I mean, it's just, number one, these are vile, evil, bigoted people. I'm sorry, if you go to anyone's church and harass them at church, yeah. th- 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 there is a circle of hell just for you. Th- 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 that is contemptuous. Even if you disagree with them, leave them alone at church and leave them alone at home. And And I got to say, the intimidation at the homes of the justices to see Jen Psaki repeatedly refuse to condemn it. It's just peaceful. You know, several hundred angry people outside your house while your children are inside screaming
1: and yelling and cursing. At you That's just peaceful. Yeah. It's repulsive. Well, it's also against the law. Is I mean, you know, you you reference the the acts of violence at the pro-life centers, the pro-life pregnancy centers, but obviously that's against the law. It's also against the law to show up to a judge's home. It's It's right there in the U.S. code. You know it better than I do. Where are the prosecutions? Where are the handcuffs? So so let's talk
4: about that. The particular federal provision you're talking about is 18 USC section 1507 and it says whoever with the intent of interfering with obstructing or impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness or court officer in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building housing a court of the United States or in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge, juror, witness, or court officer um, shall be fined under this title or in prison not more than one year or both. So they're clearly doing that. They're picketing at the home of a judge with an intent of influencing the judge's decision. It's a straight-out federal crime, and Merrick Garland and the corrupt Biden Department of Justice is nowhere to be found. They're not enforcing the law. And this is it, it is a form of obstruction of justice. It is trying to get the judge to change their mind, to change their vote, to change their decision. And I'll point out it's not just federal law. Actually, Virginia law likewise has a provision, uh, and it is Section 18.2-418 and Section 18.2-419 of the Code of Virginia that that makes it a crime to picket the residence of an individual. Hmm. And so, Virginia, likewise, uh, for those justices who live in Virginia, you've got both a federal crime and a crime in Virginia. And this is going to someone's home. I'm going to suggest is inherently threatening and intimidating. It's one thing to go to the office. Look, there have been protests on the steps of the Supreme Court, or actually, right below the steps of the Supreme Court, from the beginning of our country, from the from when the Supreme Court building was built, and before that, in the Capitol. Um, that's perfectly fine. You want to protest on the mall. That's pr- perfectly fine. You want to protest at the public square. That's perfectly fine. There's a reason you go to someone's home. You go to someone's home because that's where they sleep. That's where their children
1: are that's where their physical safety is. What do you make of Chuck Schumer saying that look this is this is the business we've chosen to quote Hyman Roth in The Godfather and he, uh, Chuck Schumer said that he has protesters at his house three four times a week sometimes and uh, if the if the judges didn't want that well they're in the wrong line of work.
4: Well they are in a different line of work. Hmm. This is not the business they have chosen. Uh Politics is one thing. And listen, when I ran for office, when Schumer ran for office, part of the job is to be responsive to the people. And and that means protests are a perfectly legitimate part of the political process because each of us elected to the Senate, elected to the Congress, are required or have the responsibility of representing our constituents. The justices are not elected representatives. Their responsibility is to the Constitution and to the law. Now, the Democrats think this is the business the justices have chosen. And and when Chuck Schumer stood on the steps of the Supreme Court and threatened the justices by name and said, if you decide this decision wrong, you will have unleashed the whirlwind. He was threatening them. Uh, And so the job of a politician, the job of a justice is very different. There's a reason it is a federal criminal offense to do this to a judge, and it's not a federal criminal offense to do this to an elected official because the jobs are different and you shouldn't be using threats and intimidation to try to change a judicial decision. Now, that being said, I actually think what's happening to elected officials, whether Chuck Schumer or anyone else, has gone too far. Look, public service means a lot, but it shouldn't have to entail threats to the safety and lives of your kids. I think it should be treated as a criminal offense protesting a residential neighborhood, that there are time, place and manner restrictions. If a protest is designed to threaten and harass an individual, you can do it at the office, you can do it in the public square, but you shouldn't be allowed to go
1: and, and harass people at their homes. I totally agree. There is nothing in the text or spirit of the First Amendment that says you have a right to go to a residential neighborhood and scare a bunch of kids.
4: Schumer is not my favorite person in the world, but I think he ought to be able to sleep at night without people standing outside screaming. And by the way, he didn't tell you who it is protesting him. It's not conservatives. It's crazy leftists for whom Schumer (laughs) is not crazy enough. That's the interesting thing. There's another senator who I will not name who protesters threw a rock through their window that shattered and cut one of their children quite severely from the shattering glass. Um, we are going to see violence. I am very concerned that we may see violence directed at the Supreme Court, at these justices. This is the kind of extreme hatred and violence that the Democrats
1: embrace. If it favors their partisan ends, there is some good news. I mean, one, I think the reason they're doing this is because they're losing in the political arena, and so they're getting desperate. But two, you also, I felt introduced a great, a great bill. Uh, on, a, on a completely different topic, but well, not a completely different topic, actually, because the bill you introduced was about my body, my choice. Namely, it was to give American service members uh, to protect them from, from being punished for refusing to take the experimental COVID vaccines.
4: Well, that's right. So the bill I introduced this week is a bill. It's called the Allowing Military Exemptions recognizing individual concerns about new shots act or the Americans
1: act. Oh, you, you guys with your acronyms, that is the best acronym I've heard in a long time in legislation. (laughs) Well, I'd like to claim credit. I can't.
4: It was the great, great guys on my team that came up with it, but I laughed out loud and said, let's go with it. (laughs) And, and the bill, 13 other senators joined me in introducing. it. And the bill is very simple. The bill would stop, the military from firing soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines if they decline to take the COVID vaccine. We're seeing thousands of soldiers and sailors and airmen and Marines and Coast Guardsmen and guardians threatened with being fired. We're seeing cadets at our service academies threatened with being thrown out. We're seeing uh, people in the reserves being thrown out. It is grotesque. It is wrong. It is an abuse of power. This bill says you can't throw anyone out because they declined to get a vaccine. It also says if someone has been thrown out, they can come back in if they want, Uh, that it's their choice. If they want to come back in, they can do it. And if they choose not to come, come back in, if you have discharged them, it's something less than honorable discharge that will adjust their discharge status to reflect their actual service. In other words, we shouldn't be weakening our ability to defend this nation, to keep this nation safe, Because of a political agenda from the left, it's your body, your choice. You ought to be able to decide whether or not to take the COVID vaccine. And this should be a simple common sense bill, which means, of course, the Democrats are likely to oppose it, party line.
1: Of course, you'll you'll notice there will just be a one hour period where they stop chanting my body, my choice. That is well, your bill is up for debate. Then after they'll they'll, of course, go right back to it before we go, as usual, running late. I do want to get to a few mailbag questions from our wonderful verdict listeners. You can join. Not you, Senator. I think you're already a member. But you, you out there in the tubes land, you can join Verdict Plus over at Locals. You can subscribe, get lots of extra content. We've got our friend Liz Wheeler hosts a series there uh, with Senator the cloakroom. And you can submit your questions to the mailbag. So, Senator, rapid fire round. First up from Stephen, very important question. Ted, Michael, how do you take your coffee? Cream, no sugar. Lots of cream, though. I like my coffee like I. No, I'm not going to quote that line from Airplanes, but I do take my (laughs) coffee black. (laughs) Great movie. One of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, From Rod. Uh, Senator, why is the GOP still so focused on the fiscal side of things when voters care about the social side? I don't know. Do you even agree with that premise, Senator? Uh, It depends who
4: in the GOP. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I think there is a generational difference. I think there are particularly Republicans who've been in Congress a long time, who are your kind of traditional, uh, you could call them business Republicans, or if you want to be more pejorative, you could call them country club Republicans who tend to want to tax a little bit less, spend a little bit more and run away from the social issues. I actually think those numbers are shrinking. Um, I think more and more people recognize there is a culture war going on and, and we didn't start it. Uh, the left has decided to try to destroy our culture. The, the, look, we have a s su- incoming Supreme Court justice who can't tell you what a woman is. Right. Uh we have Disney that has promised that they will have a gay or transgender character in every movie they put out. By the way, I will note, again, when verdict was on on the road, <laughs> that 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 the one quip I said of, you know, parents could could would like to be able to trust their movies and not have to worry about turning on some movie and seeing mickey going at it with pluto <laughs> oh my goodness the left lost their mm-hmm. mind that I, i'm sorry all the in-depth constitutional analysis that we may have had in in the podcast got dwarfed by, by the image of of one little mouse and one little dog doing unspeakable things the,
1: the libs were titillated there's no question about it
4: i i you look <laughs> culture is where the battle is because they recognize that they destroy our culture they destroy our country
1: There's some overlap, too. I think it was Patrick Deneen who made this point. He said, when you think about the debt, what does that tell you about our culture? What does it tell you that our culture is leaving as an inheritance to the next generation? A bunch of debt, you know, that that, the the economic part, the fiscal part has a a cultural aspect as well.
4: So so I will tell you, Michael, one of the crueler things that my daughters say to me, my daughters are 11 and 14. And when they think I'm, when they're irritated with me, which is not infrequently, (laughs) uh, they'll say... Okay, boomer. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, damn it! I am not a boomer. I am firmly Gen X. Now, now you know you're you're a millennial. Mm-hmm. Do, stop insulting me, please. <laughs> Look, the boomer generation, the credit card bill they have racked up is the greatest in the history of humanity. Yeah. One generation, the me generation. Um, and and their kids and grandkids are going to be paying for it forever and ever. But I got to say to my 14-year-old Michael, I'm sorry to tell you, you're a boomer too. She (laughs) thinks all of us. Boomer is synonymous with way too old, and she puts all of us in that camp.
1: We're we're all boomers now. Uh, Final question, Senator, before I let you go. This is from Michael, not me, I promise. He says, will the overturning of Roe v. Wade be the issue that causes people to self-segregate red states and blue states, to the point where a peaceful national divorce would be all that prevents a civil war. We've seen a lot of civil unrest as they call it around. Is this, are we headed towards civil war on this issue? Supreme Court
4: Justice Louis Brandeis referred to federalism, the system of 50 states, as laboratories of democracy. We've talked a lot on this podcast about laboratories of democracy. I think it's perfectly healthy if different states have different policies that reflect the values of, of their residents. Friend of mine is a tech guy, very successful, moved from uh Northern California to Miami. And and I was having brunch with him in Miami. And he described how when his friends from Palo Alto would come visit him in Miami, he'd go out, take him out to dinner, and he'd drive a, a fancy sports car, because he did very well in tech. And he'd park the, the car on the street. Hmm. And he said it. his friends from Northern California would freak out. What What are you doing parking on the street? Because what he said is if you park your car on the street in Northern California, yeah. it will get broken into. It will get keyed. And I remember thinking that's really bizarre that the simple act of being able to park your car on the street is this flex of like, <laughs> holy cow, this is what happens when you have a functioning police force and your rights are protected. Yeah. We will see some self-segregation, but idiotic policies like abolishing the police will see the chaos that follows from that also. In some ways, it reminds me of uh, the Cold War hmm. and the countries in Eastern Europe behind the Iron Curtain. And, you know, when I was when I was a little kid um, in, in, in the 1970s, my dad uh, owned a seismic data processing company, a small business, and my father and my mother ran together. And he got hired in the late 1970s to install a computer system for the government of Albania. Now, Albania was a communist government at the time. And my father at the time was a Canadian citizen. He wasn't an American citizen. They wouldn't hire an American, but because my dad was a Canadian citizen, they would hire him. And so he went over, he went over there, and it, you want to talk about, like, frozen in time, poverty, misery, the oppression of the Albanian government. But it was very interesting. When my father went there the first time, the Albanian people were told Albania is the only completely electrified country in the world, (laughs) that no other country on earth has electricity except Albania. We are the only ones with electricity. The second time my father went over there, He met them initially in Munich and then went to Albania and like two Albanians met him in Munich. They told the Albanians as they left, guess what? There are now two (laughs) fully electrified countries in the world, Albania and Germany. And it reminds me a little bit of like these deep blue state prisoners who believe that everything being shut down, their schools being shut down, their words being censored, being afraid that their their neighbors will get mad at them if they say the wrong thing, the, the 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 you know kind of not knowing what a woman is. I'm not
1: sure people in blue states are aware it's different anywhere else. I was talking to my relatives in New York, so was my wife, sweet little Elisa, and she, they said, "Oh, this I can't wait until this COVID is over finally." and My wife says, it's been over for us for a while. You're seeing this right now. You're seeing two different visions for the country. Frankly, just look at the abortion protests outside the court. On the one hand, screaming, yelling nasty people. On the other hand, people praying, serene, well-behaved. What kind of country do you want to live in? These are options that we're seeing throughout the culture. We've got to leave it there, Senator. In the meantime, I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun.
2: Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and
0: conditions. 18 plus.
2: Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben. HollywoodTakeover.com slash Ben.